Welcome to the Bros Who Think Podcast, starring your host, Mr. Lyndon Burton, and his co-host, Adam Schubert, Doom, and Julian Navarre. we got a lot to get into today, fellas. So, without further ado, Lyndon, whenever you're ready, brother, take it away. Oh, have a good day. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Bros Who Think Podcast. My name is Lyndon Burton, a.k.a. Youngboy Dewitz, a.k.a. The People's Champ, a.k.a. Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 120, and I'm joined once again this week by my guy, Doom, as well as Mr. Adam Schubert. Doom, how you doing, brother? What up, what up? I'm good, man. How you doing? That's what's up, bro. I can't wait to. I, yo, they got some funny shit we got to talk about today. <laughs> Shuby, how you doing, bro? Yo, I'm doing really well, man. You know, just living life. They're getting ready for this big football weekend. Yeah, it is a big weekend in Louisiana. Very yeah, big weekend. Bama versus LSU. And speaking of Bama versus LSU, be sure to check out the Primetime Podcast Preview. I will say this multiple times throughout this episode because it's a very dope preview. They have a perspective from the LSU side the Bama side as well as the national side because this week the pod was joined by the Bear from College Game Day. You may know him as the guy that does all the data. The Bear, man, he's on he's on the Primetime Podcast, so shout out to those guys. But yeah, big week for Louisiana sports, but and also a big week coming politically for Louisiana on October on, on November 16th. Uh, early voting has opened. I just want to say use my platform for good. Tell everybody, if you listen to this podcast and you live in Louisiana, or even if you don't live in Louisiana, if you live wherever you live, go out and vote. If you're an African-American, especially go out and vote because people died for you to have that right to vote. Please, please get out and vote. Everybody get out and vote. Young people get out and vote because your voice can make a difference if we all do it. The thing is we don't believe we can all do it. So I'm using my platform for good. Louisiana on November 16th. Go out and vote. But the first topic I got for today is Doom, man. You think J. Cole's retiring? He announces the fall off in uh 2020 from his his series. We got the warm-up, we got the come up. Now we got the fall off. You think he's done? I don't know, man. I don't I don't think he should be done. I hope not. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that that title is a little concerning. And I, and I don't think it's going to be like Jay-Z where, oh, yeah, I fade to black. And then I'm back again in like three years with Kingdom Come 3 or whatever trash he dropped. But, no, nah, I, th- I think Cole, I, I, look, I think Cole will be done for at least six years. Yeah. Minimal. Because Cole's got a, a newborn kid. He got two. His wife, you know how he is with about his wife. And he didn't even want people to know he was married. I can feel, I can see him just going duck off and be with his family. Yeah. I think what we're going to see from him is kind of like a Andre 3000 situation. Mm, Not three okay. stacks just pop out the blue and you catch him on a verse every now and then type situation. I think yeah. I think Cole will do that because he, he one of those real artists, man. I don't think he can stay away from it completely. You know what I'm That's saying? What he's I still going to be. Man. Yeah, he's still going to be doing something. It might not be nearly as often as we need, but we're going we gonna to see him on features. Jib project gonna come out or something like that, and he gonna have a cold feature or something like that. I, I think he ain't gonna hang it up for good. At least I, I, hope I not. must say it's the time for his label, if any times now, because you just did that big collab. People are talking about your artist. 
Jid, JID's doing real well. You got Baj, you got Kaz, you got Omen. You got a bunch of people on that Dreamville, Ari Linux. Like, you got a legit squad now. Maybe he wants to get in his executive bag and produce right. for him. So I could yeah. see I could see that happening. And J. Cole's a great producer. It's just, man, it sucks to say that, like, is he about to retire? Will Kendrick retire? Like, we're seeing all of our greats get to that age, and it's like, damn. Are, are, the, are the last of that era about to be done? Because, like, like we said a couple times before, in this new era, there's not really a Cole, a Kendrick, a Drake. And so if those guys are done, is it the end of an era? I, I think so. If they are done, it's bro, it's it's not looking good for us, man. It it's ain't gonna really be much not. to much to consume because this new shit is man, it's not too good. <laughs> it's not too good, bro. It's not, it's really not. Oh man, and speaking of it's not, we got to talk about some new music. I think I got one great one, one all right one, and one that just left me perplexed and befuddled. I'm gonna start with that one. Feet of Clay, Earl Sweatshirt. He dropped, Earl came out of hiding. He dropped a seven track album, if you even want to call it that. I think it was more of a demo, but that's just me. Yeah. Doom, I didn't like this one, bro. I did not like it. He caught me off guard with that intro where the beat sounded weird and he wasn't even rapping on beat. I was like, what the hell is Earl yeah. doing just coming out of retirement, starting me off with 74? Like, what <laughs> bro, the hell is this? I was just about to say that the whole entire album, one, it didn't have pretty much no percussion so i couldn't yeah. tell if he was on or off beat because the the instruments was just so weird like everything was going crazy i was confused the entire ep whatever he want to call it ep album i was confused for the entire thing i didn't it, like it man i didn't yeah. like it at all and i'm an earl sweatshirt fan like i liked uh i like doris a lot and i liked i don't like shit i don't go outside i dug it and even though he was on his like experimental shit on that this is this is too experimental even for me for from Earl. Cause like I don't like I said, like every beat, like you said, has no percussion and it sounds spacey. It's like, ah, um, I just it just wasn't for me. Yeah, same. It it was just cause you know when Earl drop a project, it's gonna be weird. Like he gonna get in the weird bag. But he just went left from where I was thinking it was gonna go. That yeah, I that thought he was just gonna give us some me. I thought he was gonna give us some deep raps over some interesting beats but this was some weird raps over some weird beats like yeah <laughs> was, I, I don't even know with that one and, i don't even know like, how to have a take on that one because yeah. it was that throw it off and it was so short like every song was like a minute except the last one so that's why i said it was a demo because this felt like this is not finished yeah i like, think I he was like just kind of throwing something up. out there get some traction because he's been quiet for a while so I think he you, just kind of threw something out there, so he'd be like, you know what, don't don't forget about me. You know what I mean? You That's kind of what else that is was. Coming? I think so. It gotta be. He working I would on hope something. So. If it's not a project, he he trying to do something else for sure. Now I see why Tyler went off on his own. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for oh sure. man! But next album we got is Hitler Wears Hermes Seven. I'm not gonna lie. I've listened to Griselda. The first guy that got me into Griselda was was Benny. I've listened to a lot of Benny, like uh, Tana Talk. Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, the one with like I want to say it's the Sopranos on the cover, or it's uh, I'm not sure what mob, but it's some mob type shit. And yeah, so through Griselda, I, I got Benny. Oh, a friend of ours. The plugs I met Tana Talk three. That that's where I got in on Griselda. So I was new to West Side Gun. This project took me by surprise. I thought it was okay. I didn't dis I didn't like it a lot, but I didn't dislike it. 
Yeah, so I didn't I didn't get a lot of time to actually sit with that album, but just on the skim through, it wasn't bad. You know what I mean? Like there's definitely some good shit on there. I'd have to sit with it a little longer to let you know if you know that was like a real standout, but it definitely wasn't bad. It sounded sound like a good body of work. Yeah, and I look, I liked the Lucha Bros with Currency and Benny. I liked Cool G with Conway and Benny. I liked uh, Undertaker versus Goldberg with Conway. I love that DJ Drama was on the intro. I'm from that generation where if DJ Drama's doing, it's Gangster Grills, you bastards. I love that shit, bro. Like, yeah. I, I can't help myself. When I was yeah. a rapper, I, the, the goal I wanted was to get a DJ Drama mixtape. Like, Hell yeah. Just being <laughs> from the South and just hearing Gangster Grills, it's like, yo. DJ Drama's that oh, man. Yeah. So, so hearing him on Ermin, I was like, yo, this is tight. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like, this is the one I listened to the least, but I, it wasn't bad. It was, I would rank it like out of 10, I'd maybe give it like a seven. And that's just on, like you said, the skim through. But it, it was a it was a pretty good album. Yeah. And any any project with a currency feature, I'm I'm in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How you rank oh no, I you you put currency second, huh? What on my Louisiana rappers? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go currency second. Okay, okay. See, I got Gates second, but currency third. I feel you on that. Currency That's great, tough, man. though, man. Like, that is, every that's day that, could, that, that top could flip for me. No, it I feel you on that. It just depends on how I feel. Because, man, we, we got some talent. Like, our, our main niggas, they all cold. So it's, it's hard to rank them. That is very true. And speaking of Gates, Gates executive produced this next artist's album rod wave and like i told you to listen to this because i was kind of hyped for it seeing that gates executive produced it and hearing some of his freestyles like homie has that singy gates that singy young boy but i must say i was kind of let down by the album the songs that stood out to me the most were the gates the two gates features the hard on ice joint with little dirk i liked abandon and then i liked uh i think it's green light but it just it felt like I just got Young Boy giving us such a good album, and I don't want to compare the two, but it's kind of hard not to do. This one just felt like it fell a little bit flat for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. I really enjoyed it. Like I thought that album was pressure. You know what I mean? Okay, like, real. Well, the total album wasn't strong because I think at the end it kind of got repetitive. But he started out like I'd say maybe song one through five was heat. You know what I mean? Like, I was super excited, like, listening to it. Because I, I just recently got on Rod Wave. Like, I didn't even know who he was maybe two weeks ago. Same. And then I heard about him, and then this dropped. And then I'm like, yo, this is fire. But I got toward the end of the album, and it just, he kind of, he one of those artists, he he only really got one bag. You know what I mean? And it kind of get repetitive after a while. But the first few tracks was, like, dope to me. Like, I'm, a, I'm all for that melodic street shit like a, a street nigga that be singing his ass off like i'm with that and he no, sound I like, like that a, shit too bro he he sound like a nigga that that used to sing in the choir or some shit and just decided he wanted to make trap music like he really could sing you know what i mean so and see that's I'm, why I'm i wish I, i'm with you i'm with you with that part because i wish he gave us a little more of that if yeah. that makes sense like yeah if, it felt like for times he was going for the young boy sound but I think the songs I liked the most was when he was really doing him, like singing, 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 and having yeah. that trap element to it. Like, ne don't necessarily sound like Gates, sound like yourself. You know that? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But, I think that that's something you you gonna struggle with as a new artist though, because I think he trying true. to he trying to catch one, so he gotta kind of conform to what he think will be marketable, I guess. But 
I think with time, hopefully, maybe with his next project, we'll see a improvement. He'll start to kind of go on his own because. Bro, I've really been seeing this being talked about a lot on the timeline. Same. You know, like all my Louisiana people talking about it right now. So I I, I think he he catching he catching heat. You know what I mean? So hopefully he he feel he get comfortable in his bag and he next project we can get, you know, some elevated version. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. with you on that one hundred percent. Yeah, this project was a good intro. that's a great way to put it. It was a good introduction to him. I want to see the growth. Cause like he has talent. He has a lot of talent. And it's and it's dope to see somewhere somebody from the boot putting on and, and getting up there. We're gonna always support that. So shout out to Rod Wave in his new project. Throwing it back classic. I'd say this was my favorite of all the release. The Gangstar project, man. One of the best. DJ Premier and Guru. I really like this project. Yeah. It's it was one of those, like it wasn't necessarily my bag, but whenever people really getting into the art, you know what I mean? Like really spitting. I'm all yeah. for that. You know what I mean? Cause I I done been hit with so much of the the bubblegum rap that this shit is is refreshing. You know what I mean? That's it's not what it was. Yeah. It, it definitely was refresh. That's why I think I fucked with it so much. Cause it was smooth, lo-fi beats with good yep. bars. That's yep. all this was. And Premier just shows that he can still produce. I thought Royce the Five Nine had probably one of the best verses on there. Like yep. Royce killed it. And that just made me want to go back and listen to Royce and Premier stuff. That's how good that shit was. Uh T- Talib had a good uh freestyle Q tip. J. Cole, of course. And it's dope hearing like the intro kind of gave me some shivers when you are I don't know if it was the intro or the next song, but whenever Guru was talking about how the art has kind of de- deteriorated and how we're seeing all these uh, one-hit wonders and these people that are, like, just riding the wave. And to hear him say that, and he's been dead for a while now, and it's still resonating in 2019, that kind of gave me goosebumps. Yep, yep. It's it's crazy. Like, that's that's what real art is, though. Like, that shit that can, like, outlast time. Like, you can go back 10, 20 years later and it's still speaking. You know what I mean? That's when somebody really talking about something. So I'm 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 with that for sure. Like like I said, like I'm not really like big into the lo-fi wave. Like that's not really my bag in particular, but I'm definitely here for it. That was actually a, a good album, really good album. Yeah, it was definitely something really ple- ple- pleasant to the ears. I must yeah, say. Yeah, for sure. So shout out to Gangstar, shout out to uh Westside Gun, shout out to Earl, and shout out to Rod Wave. Some new music projects, and we're gonna give you. Me and Doom actually have our. I don't know how we should call this, Doom. Is it our underground, unsigned people you should check? The people on the bubble? Like, I don't know how, I don't know what you call this because I never want to uh, insult anyone who, when you say underground. That's why, I, that's why I throw unsigned in there. But just some talent that you guys ne- never might not have heard of, and we're going to give you some artists at the end of the show for you guys to check out. But I wanted to ask, Schubert, you can jump in on this one too. What do you guys think the song of the summer was? Now that the summer's officially over... I'm putting my vote behind the Chris Brown Drake record. No guidance. That was the song of the summer, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is either is either that or Nas X? Ooh, you giving it to Old Town Road? Yeah, I mean, like, I think generationally, Old Town Road is definitely the young, the youth. Like, like I, I guess you know, I've been talking to a lot of teachers, and you can put on Old Town Road and like. All the kids love it. It was something that, you know, for a while, I guess, all of us enjoyed. And um, and I guess 
it kind of carried through and it still is kind of a big song where No Guidance, I think, was kind of a small part of the summer, you know? But No Guidance, man, that was just the vibe. Like, going into the club, seeing seeing the ladies doing their thing. Like, niggas was feeling it, too. Like, it was just a vibe this summer. I, and I don't want to give it to Old Town Road because that's just like, I guess. Yeah, because it's I for the kids. I, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Like, because I'm saying Song of the Summer, when I think about it, I'm I'm thinking, like, what's the one song, if no matter what kind of function we were at, get together, kick back, whatever it is, what song would kind of get the people going? And I feel like Old Town Road is the safest bet. But when you're talking vibes, like you saying, then I see what you mean with no guidance. And I even, I'm going to put, um, uh, What's sweetie song? Oh, that's a yeah. that's a that's a run up because that the bitch, that shit the get definitely it. love that. Yeah, that that can that can get the room going too. You know what I mean? The my if type joint. Vibe, yeah. Yep, there you go. No, that's a good one. So old town road, my type, no guidance. I like those because my type definitely rang off in the club. Old um old town road's the safe choice, and then no guidance is for the vibes. I definitely I definitely rock with that list. Yeah, weird summer this year. Not like a standout where other years we had Bodak Yellow, we had uh the Khaled joint one year, we had the Drake song, of course, one year. Weird year this year, man. Old Town Road kind of threw everybody count, for a loop. You can count the Lizzo come up this summer too. Ooh, yeah, yeah Liz, Lizzo did have a big come up, although I, I don't like to consider Lizzo Lizzo's pop. I don't yeah. like to consider Lizzo. And she caught Lizzo the tail pop. end of it. She caught yeah, the tail she end did. of it. Ooh. I think if she'd have came out with that a little earlier, we would have in a discussion but it definitely that song is moving though i will give her that like that song played on the radio like 17 times a day shit both (laughs) of them she she got two joints on the radio all day long lizzo shout out to her man she killing it right now but yeah song of the summer i just want to ask you guys what you guys were thinking with some of the some of the some of the tracks you guys thought were song of the summer let's get to some some of the fuck shit the shit that i've been laughing at all (laughs) week yo bro and I ate one before this to be prepared for the conversation. Popeye's chicken sandwich got the block hot. It's like gangland in these Popeye's. <laughs> Niggas better come strapped. You better be prepared. Niggas, Bro. yo, let me let me be quiet because that's not funny. Niggas dying out here. A man got stabbed over a chicken sandwich. It's not worth it. Dude, oh, what, what, what's up, bro? <laughs> what is up with Popeye's uh, and these chicken sandwiches? I really don't know, but they did something on the on the second batch because it, it ain't hitting like the first time, bro. I tell you that it's not hitting like the first time. The first the chicken... time that shit was smacking, bro. That's was the one good. to shoot niggas over, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, that shit was fire. And the thing is, it's not just black people because I saw two white people fighting in the in the Popeyes parking lot. Yeah, I saw bro. niggas ramming their car up against the side, like scraping it all up to cut somebody. Yo, y'all. Bro. I it's seen not this that video serious. on Twitter. It was, I don't know where this was. Like it had to be in the middle of bum fuck nowhere. Some dude, some white dude in his big ass pickup. I guess he was taking too long in a drive through. Some other white dude <laughs> come video. out and start hitting his truck and shit. Dude got out and knocked his ass out. I'm like, yo, they are not playing about these chicken sandwiches, man. Everybody I still haven't had one. Fuck. Wait, you still haven't had one? No. Oh, you gotta try it. Bro. You gotta go get that. Yeah, that's yeah. just kind of I mean, hard. I just don't have the patience. I'm not, you know, Lyndon, we've talked about how I just don't like sitting through two and a half hour movies. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go sit in line for an hour to get this chicken sandwich. And that's true. You do trick. live in, 
He does live in New Orleans. Let me get like the city. Yeah, yeah, they like Lafayette. I I waited. Like it came out on Sunday. I didn't eat it until today. So, but when I went, the lines like maybe lasted like four minutes because they kind of had a system down. But the first night, I tweeted because I just wanted some chicken because I hadn't eaten chicken from Popeyes in a while. I was like, God damn it, this damn sandwich is back. And all these dweebs who don't eat Popeyes are like, Yes, let me fresh over and ruin it. Like, bro, I hate that shit, man. Like, niggas been eating Popeyes since they was a child. Bro, if you want just regular chicken, you got to take your ass to churches because Popeyes, you're going to be waiting everywhere. Yeah, I, ain't lie, I, I, I hit a lick the other night. Um, I pulled up and the drive through was like stupid, bro. I'm talking like wrapped around a building, about to go out to the street and shit. And mm-hmm. they wasn't realizing that the lobby still had like 15 minutes left. I just parked and went in. <laughs> I was the only one in line, got my chicken Yo. sandwich and walked out. That's it the wave, smooth. man, because people don't want to get outside. That's how yeah. I got my chicken. I walked inside. They only had two people inside, and I was like, oh, shit, nigga. I'm about to get me some chicken. Hell yeah. Got to do it. Cause I mean, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to drive throughs now, it's like, man, do I want to be lazy or do I want to get my food, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like, you can, you can go on in back. there. You can go get it and get out. But sometimes you're just like, oh, I want to sit in here and listen to my music or whatever. But... I mean, I do, I do that with Chick-fil-A. Like, if I if I want to sit in the Chick-fil-A line, I'll sit in the Chick-fil-A line. But, I mean, if I want to get that food and go, you just got to park and go in there. Chick-fil-A, yeah, Chick-fil-A that's, banks that's out. That's God's drive-thru. You ain't waiting in God's drive-thru. They got it <laughs> on site. As soon as you pull up, you ain't even order yet your food ready. Yo, Popeye's definitely smashed Chick-fil-A this weekend, man. They got him. It was, it was a loss for Chick-fil-A this weekend because yeah. National Sandwich Day was on Sunday. That's why Popeye's yeah. brought it back. Chick-fil-A took Show. a big L. Sure. Big, big L. But shout out to Wing Fingers, man, because they got the best chicken sandwich around. Like, if you in Lafayette, definitely go to Wing Fingers because that chicken sandwich is smashing. Although, I must say, they have some new chicken sandwiches going up in the hood. They got these new restaurants. I got to go buy black. I got to try it, Doom. I'm going to let you guys know next week. But they got For some sure. hood niggas selling chicken sandwiches, I heard, up on the north side. I got to go check out. But, yeah, man, chicken sandwich wars are continuing. It's weird that this is a trend in, 2019, in 2019, like... This is something that people will remember, the chicken sandwich wars. That's a damn shame. I, I still can't believe somebody got stabbed. Like, Bro, it's, yo, it's wild in these streets, man. That's nuts. Like, over somebody cutting you? Bro, it's not that serious for no it's sandwich. It's wild in these streets, man. You got to pull up the Popeyes with your bulletproof vest. Yeah, you got to have the blicky on armor you. armor and shit. You got to have all that. <laughs> but that first batch was good, though, huh? Yeah, oh, yeah, fire, Se- bro. Second batch wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as good as the first batch. Because they definitely, I'm going to say this, they shrunk the size of the chicken. They definitely did that. Like, yeah. does, it, does it taste like Popeye's chicken just in a sandwich or what? Like, I don't get it's, it. I can't explain it, Schubert. It doesn't yeah. taste like, it's weird. It just <laughs> tastes fire. Like, that's like, real nigga shit. It might taste like a tender, maybe. But like, I don't know. I can't bro, explain. Man. You know what's crazy? You know what messed it up? is. The little system they got, because I don't know if you noticed when you went, but I think they was trying to be prepared for niggas on the second wave. So they had them like pre-prepared. Like it was like yeah. I just ordered and they came back with my food. And I'm just like, maybe that's why I wasn't smacking like the first round, because the first round was it was fire, bro. Yeah, it, it wasn't was as fresh. Fire. I can say that. Like the first round, you you had to wait for them patties. Yeah. This round it's yeah. like shit was made. If you got it cold, you got it cold. And see, I got lucky, Doom. I got mine fresh out the thing when I went. So that shit hit yeah. today. But that that could probably because you're right. They did niggas was just handing sandwiches when they came to the window. Like they would just throw them in your car. I definitely saw that <laughs> shit. Shit was like Popeyes was not playing around. Them niggas was like, nah, dog, y'all not killing us. Like the first night, it was bad in Lafayette. They had people cussing. Oh, it was bad. It was real bad. See, but, but 
I don't really get that, bro. Cause like, if I was in Lafayette, I wouldn't even be worried about the food. Like, that's my struggle here in Vegas. It's like they don't have nowhere to eat. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, all I that's got why is Popeyes. That. That's my best option. Like, that's y'all got everywhere, bro. Y'all got all kind of fire spots. It's just for clout, bro. It's only for clout. Like people just want to be say that, oh, I had the Popeye chicken sandwich. That's the only reason why they wouldn't go get it. Yeah. Literally, sure. a man in there. I was talking to him because the lady was talking to me and I couldn't hear her because I was listening to my podcast. And he was like, "Yo, bro, she talked to you." I was like, "Oh, for sure, my bad. I didn't, I didn't even hear nothing." And he was like, "The only reason why I'm here right now is because my girl didn't get it last time, and she was fussing. She was like, if you don't go get me a Popeye chicken sandwich, I'm not gonna be able to talk about it at work tomorrow.' So, niggas just doing it for the clout, bro. Yeah, for sure. Because I noticed my whole IG story was the the Popeye Popeyes rappers. Like, like, what are they doing? Everybody was posting it like they bought it just to be able to be like, oh, I'm I'm with the hype. I'm on the train. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that speaks volumes on our society today. Yeah, that's facts. Damn shame, Popeyes. Popeyes need to need to figure out how to uh fix climate or fix some of these major problems. Maybe niggas will listen. Yeah, if it's right. behind the the, the, the one thing I'm thinking about in all this is the like the staff because like you know Popeyes has never been run. Like Chick Fil A, you know, like you no, know, not these, even close. <laughs> these drive-throughs, man. Like uh, these poor people, man. They're just like, oh my gosh, it never ends. <laughs> Bro, what, I was, like, this, I was. <laughs> this has been like Armageddon for these poor people. Yes. Bro, and it's it's crazy because I was uh I was watching a, a video on Twitter. I don't know if y'all seen it where the, the guy was making fun of uh like how Popeyes train their employees. And the dude was at the counter, like, being nice to a person, and they fired his ass. <laughs> like, for actually being respectful and shit. Like, them dudes, they, they got a sharp fuse over there, bro. Yeah, it's zero I mean, customer service. Speaking on the customer service, you saw the Popeyes workers fighting with each other because the bitch said I had enough. She, she walked out, she threw the sandwiches, uh, she said I had enough. Turned the manager squared up, they was about to hook. Bro. I don't blame her. There's no way I'll be doing that for minimum wage, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's not Hell worth no. it. Hell it's not no. worth minimum wage. Hell no. Not dealing with them chicken sandwiches. I'd Maybe apply to churches the next day. As soon as they announced them sandwiches was coming back, I'm going to church. <laughs> Taking my talents to South Beach. Fuck this. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Popeyes. That's fucking nuts. And speaking of nuts, yo, I, I gotta side with the women on this one. I'm just letting it be known, ladies. I am siding with you guys because I think this is nuts that this nigga said this today. Like, there's some things that you just don't have to say. Just keep it to yourself. Like, I don't need to know what you and your daughter are doing, but T.I. brought it to everybody's attention. So we got to talk about T.I. T.I. says that he, uh, the way he tests his daughter's virginity is that he goes every year to the gynecologist. They check the hymen. And, the doc, and, and he was like, yo, the doctor was like, uh, you want your father to check? He's like, yeah, she, she don't have no problem with that. And then he was like, you know, you could break your hymen from riding horses. Ride. She was like, my daughter don't do none of that shit. Let me know what's up. They check the hymen. He get the details. He know the deal. Then he said something about, I didn't get the end because like, if he wants her to be a virgin, he said something along the lines of, I'm trying to let me pull it up. He said, uh... He said that, pe- no, I guess that was a lie that niggas were saying on Twitter then. I guess he wants her to be a virgin. Yeah, because that doesn't make, yeah, you know, so, yeah. How you feel about this, Doom? You going with your daughter when she's 18 years old to check her hymen? Hell no, man. <laughs> like, one, that's weird as hell. That's just, I, I, that's throw it off to me. Because I, yeah. I got a daughter, and I could never picture myself doing that. But, two, what, what day as a father do you decide, like, okay, now you, you can lose your virginity? Like, I just don't see what his his deal is. Like, there's never going to be a day where he's comfortable with it. 
So <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Like it, that's just weird to me. No, it's, it's, I ain't, I ain't it's weird to me. I'm not with that shit either. It's like, bro, okay, she's 18 years old, first off. Two, it's like, I can't believe the doctor let that shit go down. But I mean, I guess if the girl said, like, he could. Please, T.I. <laughs> so you think just because he yeah. T.I., the doctor let that shit fly? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I believe it. <laughs> hey, you and, you and... gonna tell T.I. no? T.I., let me get them. T.I.'s like, let me get them results expeditiously. <laughs> bro. And I'm I'm glad you said that, cause bro, that podcast made me look at him totally That's different. different. Bro. I, bro, I lost so much respect for Ti watching that shit, dog. Like he gotta be the most cringy nigga with a podcast. <laughs> like I don't understand how you 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 make a podcast episode and you come up with all these topics and every single one of the topics you have absolutely no knowledge on whatsoever. <laughs> like. <laughs> You didn't even try to research the shit before the shit aired. Like, you T.I., bro. Millions of people are going to be watching this shit. That shit is crazy to me. Yo, like a nigga yeah. talking politics that have no idea about nothing. <laughs> bro, he had an episode with Alex Jones. And Alex Jones, Alex Jones was talking about... I, I forget what exact topic <laughs> they was on. But he said something about the Appalachians. And T.I. goes, nah, nah, in America. And I'm like, bro... You need to take your ass. <laughs> like, I lost so much respect for that dude, bro. He tries to say all kind of big words and don't know what the fuck he's saying. Yeah, so he can sound smart, but he didn't know that the Appalachians are in the U.S. Like, what are you talking and he's, about? And he, he's in Georgia. Bro, oh, man. This Yo, T.I. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He just needs to be quiet. He talking too much. That podcast got him just chatterboxing. Or oh, oh, just about- talk rap. Talk something that you know about. You know what I mean? Don't talk politics. Don't talk heavy issues if you're not educated on the subject. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's okay with saying, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, my mom always said, a smart man knows what he's dumb. A dumb man keeps saying, thinking he's smart. So, you know, oof. That and and not, not saying that Alex Jones is uh, the smartest guy, but he's one of those people, he knows how to debate. He's going to mm-hmm. come at you with some shit. So T.I. should have had something nuts. He'll explain that nuts shit in a type yeah, of way that's exactly. like, all right, maybe. Exactly. And T.I. was not ready for him at all. <laughs> at all, bro. And to not be ready for Alex Jones says a lot. Like, of yeah, all bro. Because I'm you, saying you like about Alex Jones. <laughs> bro, I listen to Alex bro. Jones and I think like, yo, this dude is nuts. And T.I. made Alex Jones look like the smartest man alive, bro. That shit is Bro, crazy. I wouldn't have been surprised if at the end of the thing, Ti was like, "Man, are you serious, Alex Jones? Like for real? Like been started like believing some of the crazy ass shit that he says, but dude, like, nah, he oh, had it yeah. in his mind he was gonna argue with Alex Jones the whole on time. Everything. The <laughs> entire like, this dude could have said the sky was blue. Ti would have yeah, argued against that point, like, <laughs> and that's why the, the podcast so cringy to me. Like, I feel like he just be there just to hear himself say shit. And who's that black so, that he has on with him? Just that random guy. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you, you, I don't know. You know, Ti did that just because he wanted to try and get Alex Jones just screaming. Probably so. Yeah. He's trying to get the, he's trying to get those that Joe Budden money, and he's trying to get anything for clicks. Like that's Pretty what Ti's doing right now. That's why I feel like he brought this up because he knew women would talk about it because it happened on his podcast, and maybe people click it. Yeah, I I hope that that was it. I really hope that he don't real life do that because that's just nuts. How old is his daughter? 18. 
Oh yeah, he he going a little too. And then it was even worse because his daughter was on Twitter liking things about people because you because you know you niggas check her, his daughter's likes and put send it to academics and academics gonna post it. Yeah, his daughter liking comments well, like, "Oh, my dad's a weirdo. My dad's overprotective. Like I wouldn't let my dad do this shit. Like, girl, you need to fix it. You need to change up and like." Oh, it's just not a good look for Ti all around. Yeah, that's 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 terrible, actually, bro. Like, yeah, that's, it's really that's bad. A bad look. <laughs> I was thinking she was like maybe fifteen or sixteen. No, because then it would have kind of been okay. But eighteen, man, you gotta, she gotta grow up someday, bro. Yeah, yeah. you're not you're not gonna be ready for it when it happens. You know what and I mean? If, and if if you're making her do all this, imagine what she's doing that you don't know to do what she want to do. Exactly. Like it's better to just be open and honest instead of having a go behind your back, because that's that's what he's building right now. Look, ladies, like I said, I'm with y'all. I'm with y'all today. Like, <laughs> fuck that nigga Ti. Let's yeah, get him 100%. out of here. <laughs> I'm not going against the ladies on this one, but yeah, man, that's all light week this week. Just had to get some laughs out about the Popeyes chicken sandwich, about uh, Ti being crazy. You know, nothing, nothing too heavy. Uh. Doom, you got anything else you want to mention? If not, tell the people where they can find you on social media, my brother. Oh, find me at, at Lil Doom SJE, Instagram and Twitter, man. 100%. And with that being said, let's get to the next part of the podcast where we. Oh, wait, no, real quick. Doom, bro, what's up with the Pellies, dog? Let's talk about the Pellies real quick. Oh, man. Oh, I hate this. <laughs> oh, like, bro, how long, so how long you got, bro? How long you got? Because oh, I, I, I could be here till tomorrow, bro. They got oh, me it's sick. so frustrating, man. Like I, I feel, I feel that I pull too hard for them. Like I, I just want to see them win. I feel like at this point, it's like I want to see them win more than they want to see themselves win because the effort that I'm seeing on the court is not there. It's just not. That's fact. That's I, I had, fact. A, I had a person call in today, and he's just, and he's been going around all the radio stations, and he's been like, I've been saying this since back in February. They should have gone ahead and traded for Kuzma. Oh, and I'm no. like, bro. That's no, not even the, the last thing they need is Kuzma. Yeah, like, I'm happy with the Lakers guys we got. That me was too. The, the yeah. perfect trade that we. That Brandon was Ingram's movie. been very surprising. Bro, Brandon Ingram has, has exceeded my expectations. Lonzo's doing just at my expectations. I mean, Josh Hart is great, and Josh Hart exceeded my expectations oh. as well. The Josh problem. Hart. Oh man, he he the, super exceeded mine. The problem has been Drew Holiday. David Griffin put him on this pedestal that he could get MVP. And I and I, I Drew Holiday hasn't even played as like the 20, 20th best player. I was I would always say he was a top five shooting guard. Drew Holiday might be a number fifteen right now, bro. It's not looking good for him right now. No, he's had a bad start, and I don't know how much of that has to do with his injury that early on, or the expectations, or, or yeah, he's just not living up to the expectations. But uh, do you think the Pelicans? Move off him? I don't think you can at this point. No, you, they, I don't oh. think they move off of him this year. If anything, it'll be next year. But it's we still got to wait to see how Zion does. I think the first piece, if we're moving off of something, will be that coach. Because as much as I like Gentry and Gentry's system, you have to inspire these guys to give effort. And at the same token, these guys have to want to give effort. And if they don't play for you with that effort, then it's either they're not good players and they don't give effort, which I don't think that that's the case, or you don't inspire them to give good effort. And it might be the latter at this point. For years, I would always say Gentry's a bad coach and then he'll, the team will start winning and it'll change my opinion. Right now, that could possibly happen, but I, I, I just don't see who else you blame besides Gentry and Drew Holiday. Like, it's their fault. And I know people want to say Lonzo this and Lonzo that, but like, 
Lonzo Ball has been getting people involved. He's attacking. He's becoming more aggressive. Yes, he's taking three-point shots that he might shouldn't take, but that's how he builds confidence, and his defense has been there. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know what the yeah, problem is. I, I, got, I got a hot take on that, and I say that Gentry is the opposite of that. Like, he's absolutely not the problem, in my, my opinion, and I'm going to explain that. So if you watch the last game, I forget who he even played now, but this, this game that just passed, so um, I think it was the Thunder. No, the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So in this past game, we we had a bad first half, right? Yep. He came in. He made a certain lineup adjustment where he he ran with four guards and Jackson Hayes. He he decided Jackson Hayes is where we getting our energy from. That's what we need to do. And that decision brought us all the way back into the game. He just didn't have a personnel to close. Like, I think it's, one, the injuries. Two, it's Derek Favors not being worth a shit when he's supposed to be <laughs> the defense rebounding. Like, that's what he's supposed to be there for. And he's it's not injured. worth a damn, bro. Like, that nigga is sorry. <laughs> and when Brandon Ingram dropped 40, when you have a career-high night and you still lose, that shit is just, I, I don't know, man. That shit is It's to say we beat the Nuggets. Like, out of yeah, all the bro. teams we, we lost to, we beat the fucking Nuggets, one of the yeah, Western bro. Conference's best. Like, that's insane to me. Yeah. Like, But I, I don't know. I think the NBA just different this year, bro. Like, a lot of people buy into, like, the – because, you know, like, for the past, I'd say maybe three or four seasons, it's been, like, the same teams being good. Denver yeah. kind of recently really improved into like that top seed caliber team, but for the most part, like it's been the same teams that's been strong, and now we're seeing a complete flip on that. Like I feel like the league as a whole is just kind of wide open. Like I don't even know what the playoffs gonna look like this year. Like if you look at just... it right now, because Schubert said this to me off air. Like, do you think the Suns are real? The Suns are five and two right now. Bro, they real. They real. <laughs> You they think they're real? real? I think it's bro, gonna peter off. I've been, know, I've been, man. I've been watching these Suns games, bro, and they are real. Like really? they playing, they playing. I gotta, check, bro. I gotta check that out. Who, what are, what are the, who are the three scoring options? Is Booker and who? Uh, Ubre. Yeah, and, uh, Ubre had a big offseason season training he, with Chris he's, he's balling, bro. He's I, balling. I saw that. Yeah, Ubre's balling. I know something, something going on with Aiton, so I don't know what's. Did yeah, he come back yet? No, he's not back yet. He's on some suspension for like some sort of drug usage. Yeah, sure. I don't. I don't know if they ever said what it was, but hopefully it's he's like some player soon, enhancement but... shit. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not HGH because that's what John Collins just got caught for. But he used something. Yeah, but I'm saying they doing that without him. So just picture yeah. when they get him back. Like they, I think they for real. They look for real. Because I'm saying like as a Pelicans fan, I watched every single Pels game so far. And then I watch the Suns, and it's like night and day, bro. <laughs> they they playing. Like, they really playing. They really are. The Lakers and, are first well, right the, now. Well, oh, and the ahead, thing Shibu. is, with, you know, Steph getting hurt and being out for the time period he is, it kind of messes up where the Warriors are at. And a lot of people are talking about the Warriors now being, like, a lottery team. So, oh, yeah, like, that sure. definitely that definitely opens up. Another spot. You know, another spot. So I think now the Suns are trying to get in that conversation now that the Pelicans are, you know, one and five. They've kind of been out. So, and then, you know, the Kings really haven't yeah, jumped Kings, off to a hot the start. Kings look you know? just, just as bad as the Pelicans shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so, I mean, the Mavericks look like they're for know, real? pretty yeah. much going to make it to the playoffs. Like, the yeah. Mavericks for, for certain And, and I got to give Carl Anthony Towns some credit because he got the Timberwolves tied for a seventh right now. 
Yeah. Hey like, man, they just needed to get they just needed to throw some hands, bro. Yeah, they had, they yeah, had to get bro. aggressive. <laughs> I can't believe that <laughs> happened live during the pod. They made him tap out. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I went back and watched it after the pod. That shit was nuts. And they put the I can't believe they didn't the suspend uh Ben, ben Simmons. Simmons. Saying he was the peacemaker. But he that's put that crazy. So cool. <laughs> he was the one putting the submission of people. <laughs> like, that's crazy, bro. That shit was nuts, yo. That was hilarious. But yeah, man, the Pels, look. We're going to be watching. Because like, like you said, Doom, I've been watching every game. And I live tweet that shit. That should be making me yeah, salty. Bro. This yeah, Friday, bro. To, we will be watching. And I'm going to be looking to see whose fault it is over these next. We got one, two, three. Three games before the next pod, we play the Raptors, the Hornets, and the Rockets. We should win two of those games and lose one. So hopefully we can see them pick something up. But Doom gave his social media. And with that being said, let's get to this week's edition of Bros Who Ball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time for the segment of the pod called Bros Who Ball. And joining me as always for that segment is Adam Schubert and Julian Navarre. Shuby, how you doing, brother? Man, I'm doing well. It's great. It's a great time of year right now because there's everything on TV. It's good TV shows and also basketball pretty much every day. Now that college basketball is going. And I like the occasional college basketball game. So, you Same. know, lots of, lots of good stuff on TV. No, I feel you on that. Baseball is over. So now I'm fully focused on all sports, all TV. It's, it's a good time. Julian, how you doing today, brother? I'm drinking beer. Uh, getting ready for that. Getting ready for this weekend. I understand. And uh-huh. Speaking of this weekend, the first full rankings came out. The uh, co- with the committee thing, Stewart. I want to get your take on the committee's college football rankings. Um. Well, let me look at these things. Okay, so they put Ohio State number one, LSU number two, Bama three, Penn State four, Clemson five, and that's really all that ca- that really matters. Um, I think that's pretty much about right. The only thing I would say is that Oregon's kind of the floater and all of that. I don't know if they would make the push because their conference is shit. But, you know, their one loss right now is is Auburn. And, I mean, that's a quality quality loss in a game that they've pretty much dominated for anyone who, like, you know, watched it. And everyone watched it. It was primetime week one. So I think that's something the committee might consider – down the line, but I really highly doubt it. I think it's going to be, you know, Ohio State or Penn State, one of those two. Clemson, obviously, um, and maybe Alabama and LSU again. If, Ooh, so you if think they both get lucky. Because, okay, I mean, okay. if, if they don't make it, then who's making it? Are you? That's why I'm saying that Oregon is that one outlier that could because their loss is the best loss. What about a Baylor or a Minnesota? Or they don't play anybody. Uh, well, uh, Baylor would have to beat Oklahoma, and Minnesota would have to beat Ohio State or Penn State or both. Okay. I think they okay. play. I think Minnesota plays Penn State this weekend. So, if if either one of them runs the table, then that's a totally different conversation. But they we're gonna have to see if they do that, and if they do, it's gonna affect the, the teams directly at the top. So that's just a whole other conversation. Well, it looks like we're getting ready back down the hatches for this weekend. If you guys want a game preview, Charles has one with primetime. He sat down with Josh um sat down with Josh Lemoyne. He sat down with a member of the Alabama media as well as the Bear from College Game Day. So be sure to check that out. But let's get you guys' take on this weekend. I need a pick and I, I need to know what you guys think is gonna happen. I'll start with Julian, then I'll go to you, Schubert. Oh man. 
I it, if Tua play, I don't know. I, I don't. It's so up in the air. I, I want LSU to win, but like I said, you give Nick Saban two weeks to prepare. You know, I would not be surprised. I'm rooting for LSU. I can't really give you a pick. All right, you know, I'm gonna pick LSU, but that's with my heart. Oh. If you told me I had to bet money on the game. You betting on Bama? It's a win. I'd probably bet on Bama because you gave Nick Saban two weeks to prepare, 100%. and LSU's, you know, he'll he'll find something exploited. That's all I gotta say. He he knows how to work with defensive backs. Nick Saban's been famous for having great defensive backs because he works with them directly. And if you could take away the passing game from LSU, it's a wrap. So. We'll see how everything goes, but LSU's going to have to change some stuff or Joe Burrow's going to have to play lights out. If, if, if they beat Alabama, Joe Burrow will win the Heisman. Oh, and, 100%. Uh, no, I'm with you on that. Like, that is, if he, like, this is LSU's game to lose, man. If he, they win, they, they, they control their destiny. Joe Burrow gets the Heisman. It's all sunflowers and rainbows. If they lose, they have to depend on other people to lose. Mm-hmm. Schubert, who do you think? What do you think goes down this weekend? Give me your take on both sides and who you got winning the game. I'm flip flopping because it's been really difficult. Because you know, I still feel like Tua, the Tua factor, is a big equation. But at the end of the day, if he plays, I don't think it's going to really help that much. I almost think it'd be better if he didn't play. I think mm. it would be better for him, and I think. It'd be better for the team if he didn't play uh but he's probably gonna play and he's probably gonna get hurt again so uh, so we'll, we'll see how that ha- we'll see how that goes when it reaches that but i mean nick saban hasn't really made any kind of determination on whether or not he's gonna play it's still a game time decision uh but the thing that has really got me concerned about going with lsu is losing divinity in the middle of this week <laughs> Grant Delpit didn't come to practice this week I should drop so, the bombs on what's, why he's why he's gone, but I'm sure you can all guess, ladies and gentlemen, what mysteriously. <laughs> but any, but anyway, so with with the issues going on with LSU's defense and them still being relatively young, you know, we talk about in the NFL, even some, even a, even a quarterback like Kyle Allen, who we'll talk about right now, if he's surrounded by weapons, can perform. Mac Jones, you surround him around NFL talent. I mean, he could he could probably perform against an LSU defense that's a little lackluster. And I mean, you know, if Tua comes in, Tua or whatever. But I mean, I, I still have I still am on the belief that Tua is not going to play. And if he does, he won't be playing for long. So I, I I'm still thinking LSU just for the sheer fact that I think Joe Burrow is is a you know a, you have to take him one of the top three court running backs or sorry quarterbacks in the draft next year. He's got to be one of, one of your top picks if you're mm. if you, unless you pick Justin Aber a bear or whatever. Herbert, but, Jesus, you've been in Louisiana too long. <laughs> you're right. We could talk anyway, about that later, but I we can talk about that later. Top top. I don't think he's a top three quarterback coming well, in the draft. I, I'd take him over Tua. I would. Ooh, interesting. We'll have that so, conversation when we get to the draft, but and this week will say a lot. Look, so man. Yeah, I mean, this week we'll say a lot with that. True. But for me, it's like Grant Delpit's coming off an injury. Stingley, is he 100% healthy? I have a lot of concerns about the defense, man. Can the pass rush get there? Chase on, we need you to show up. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be whatever defense can maybe get that one stop here or there. I kind of want to go with LSU, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, 
I gotta see it to believe it. Like LSU hasn't beaten Bama in forever, and just because this one year feels like the year, I don't want to just go out and jump off the jump off the bridge and say, "Yeah, LSU's gonna win." But the, everything is lining up in their favor to win. The other thing that's not really going in LSU's favor is I feel like every time in this eleven uh, eleven game in a row, or what is it, like eight years, whatever. Whatever your span this is, every time they feel hyped up about and have a good team, and then they go into it like doing all the talking. Like I remember Leonard Fournette doing all the talking that he used to do. Mm-hmm. If you do, they're doing all the talking again. I'm like, LSU, be quiet. You're good. They're hurt. Go into the game. Do your business. Like stop and then talking. Leave. <laughs> and, and leave. And you know Ed Orgeron's doing his like theatrics when he gets to Tuscaloosa, and I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Like you guys are setting yourself up for failure. Like business trip. Yeah. Go get it done. Like, that's what champions do. The rat poisoning, man. It's getting to them. The rat poisoning. <laughs> but, all right, so Julian's Julian's picking Bama. Schubert's picking LSU. And I think I'll pick LSU. We'll see who is right next week. But big matchup in Tuscaloosa on this weekend. Shit, the President of the United States will be there. Uh, Every, everybody's going to be watching, man. Big, big game you know you on can Saturday. Bet, you know you can bet money. On whether he'll get booed or not. <laughs> well, I can tell you, th- I can tell you this much booed. in the news: the Alabama SGA will suspend people's reserved seating if they for- do any kind of public protest. Ooh, exactly. He? He's not getting booed. He you, got know, not messed up the secur- you know how messed up the security is going to be over there? They were telling people you have to get there around eleven thirty for security purposes and stuff like that. Oh, I know they want the bathroom. The, the media the media will have, like, a specific bathroom that they can go, but once they get in, they can't leave. Yeah, I wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it if I was a student there going to the game. Like, people or, don't understand. Whenever the president comes to town, like, half the, the city shuts down, literally, because there's so much security, you know? Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely kind of a mess. And, like, we can comment on whether or not the political aspect of it is, but this isn't the, sec- this isn't the first time. That he's gone to an Alabama game. He went to the national title game when they played Georgia in, yeah. uh, in Atlanta. Oh, he's so. he's riling up his base. We 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 already know what this is. We know every, 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 so he, even his base I, knows what this is. Like everybody knows what this is. He he might as well just start saying "Roll Tide." <laughs> well, he can't do that because uh, these people trying to vote for Eddie Rasponi in Louisiana would be very upset. He, oh, he, he was, yeah, he was on the right. radio. He was on the radio hey. at at my radio station, and he would he went talk to the uh, I forget the guy's name. He talked to the uh political the political station, and he was like, "Yeah, I have to stay neutral in all this." And and I was just listening to, it and I was like, "Oh, well, obviously, because you you can't you, you would these Cajuns would get so upset with you." You know what you got to do right now, and then then yeah. whoever wins, he'll he'll put maybe that hat on. We'll see, see how that yeah. goes. Yeah, but but um, oh man, oh, I'm losing it because there was something that I really wanted to say. Oh my gosh, about about Trump? No, not about Trump. Oh about the man, game? about about the game. Oh no, about LSU. Okay, so I've been wondering this for weeks because like I had another LSU fan come up with me with a crazy saving conspiracy like. Oh yeah, Saban definitely was probably throwing under throwing some money under the table to get Michael Divinity at it, off the roster and blah 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 blah. No. Like what is? Why, no, wait. Why? That's a. Let me let me clarify this for everybody right now, Schubert. He got suspended by LSU. He didn't get suspended by the NCAA. He didn't get suspended by the SEC. That those drug tests were not for that. He fit. Fa- he look. 
Look, it was he took some time away for, from LSU for That's personal what, reasons. For personal reasons from LSU. Now you could you could figure out what it is. That's all I'm gonna say. It wasn't yeah. no test from the an NCAA from the SEC. It was none of that. So people can't blame Satan for that shit. I understand, but I mean, this isn't the first time. Like you know, everyone wants to like go after him about like certain aspects of his Louisiana recruiting, and I'm like, you know, whatever, whatever. Everyone's doing sketchy stuff under the table. You can't blame the guy for going back to his base to some place he based roots in and stealing kids. Like, I mean, get over it. Bro, anyway. people in, even though Louisiana people want to admit they hate Bama, I know parents when they see Nick Saban call, it's like it's like I don't want to I don't want to equate this and, and give him hubrism or, or or sound like I'm I'm anti God, but it's like for those families, it's like damn near God's calling. Like Nick, you you don't understand the weight that Nick Saban's name carries. Like even in this state to this day, I well, that's why him. I don't get why people hate him because he that's went what I'm somewhere saying. I don't else. Don't bother me. He's the he's my he's the best college football coach. He's my favorite coach in college football. I love. He's the best favorite. ever. He's the like honestly, he's the best ever. Like there, there's no doubt in my mind. I I didn't see the Bear Bryant era and everything I've seen this it, from his tenure in LSU till now. No one's been able to be to best him. He's the I mean, man. The only other person who can is Urban Meyer, and he just, he you know I think Urban Meyer could could out could maybe out coach him. Oh, but he's a. Uh... Urban guy is out everywhere. He got his yeah. own issues. He's going to USC probably. Uh, we probably. shall see. He has one more year left. Hans Huber on his uh, media deal, his two year media. <laughs> yeah, thing. it's it's been it's been you know a few months now, so he's probably you know his hard problems are probably you know gotten fixed. <laughs> Dude, I don't care. LSU can come get him. That's an international championship. <laughs> I literally don't care when it comes to morals and stuff like that for college coaches. Quick story, Bobby, you know Bobby Petrino. You remember when Arkansas was always in the top ten? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby Petrino cheats on his wife, big whoop, and <laughs> and goes ahead and gets in a wreck with a twenty-five year old, uh, you know, grad assistant that he was, you know, doing some stuff with, and and they fire him. Arkansas has been three and whatever ever since then. They can't they can't even get over five wins since they fired Bobby Petrino. Before then, they were ranked in the top five. All the time, but Arkansas was always in the top ten at least. But no, someone wants to cheat on their wife, like a lot of people do, and you get rid of them. See, you need to throw your more Hugh Freeze. Oh, he wants to go ahead and buy a bunch of hookers for the for the students and things like that. Ole Miss was in the top ten. Look at him now. Okay, that's all I got to say. Hey, look, it's about what, what, what about uh, Patino? Same thing for yeah, Rick Patino. I didn't mind Patino. Yeah, I'm me. Need, I really, I really did my Patino. Dude, I'm about business. The, the, I'm the, about business. The it, thing it, is, is all that shit gets done anyway. Like I even remember being recruited in Division Three. It's like maybe not as organized by the coaches, but it's like okay, yeah, but well, they had you know, people take. I these, know they had people take you to a strip club. I know that for a fact. There are these girls on campus. They'll probably sleep with these recruits. Let's introduce them. You know. Yeah, it's no big deal. Like it's business. No, I mean it ain't no big deal. Like, and it's not all, like these are kids who are under eighteen. Like in trouble for. Like these are eighteen, these are eighteen and year old, eighteen year olds and up. So they're grown ass men. Like, like, come on, fam. Like this is business. Like, at the end of the day, you're trying to get these people to come to your school. Dude, whatever. It's like, you, I get it. And it's like a, it's like a fifteen. It's too much. It's like a fifteen year old. Okay, you have seen all these hot teachers getting arrested for screwing male students, right? Oh, where you about to go with this? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Never mind. Let's continue with the yeah, podcast. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where you about to go with this one. Why ruin a good thing? <laughs> exactly. 
But uh, no, next uh, one, one quick thing I want to ask if y'all saw while we're on the, the, the speaking of college football and whatnot. Bro, why does uh, what's, her, what's his name, Dan Mullen's wife kiss his players on the lips? Like, is that, <laughs> that's not weird. Is that cool? Like, if, if we're all rocking with it, then cool, whatever, Dan Mullen, let your wife do whatever. But it looked, it looked like a scene off of Black. <laughs> if you know I don't that. Know. I mean, I, I, stop. Stop. We have a PG audience. You brought, it you brought it there first. <laughs> uh, honestly, honestly, if I'm one of the players, like I don't really know if I want to be kissing this old lady. <laughs> That's just weird, dog. <laughs> the memes have been hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh my you gosh, we're getting off topic. Let's go. <laughs> We'll keep on pushing, but that's fucking hilarious. All right, next up, let's jump to the NFL. So, not a lot of games from week nine to cover. Let's talk about Cam Newton real quick. Cam Newton was placed on IR. It comes to find out if he finishes the year with this year and they, he ends up being left or cut, they can save $19 million. So, it looks like Cam has probably played his last game as a Carolina Panther. Julian, being that you're a Cam Newton fan, how does this make you feel? Where would you like to see him go? After this year, it makes me feel bittersweet because they have Kyle Allen and they make it seem like he's the next franchise quarterback when we know that's not the case. But we know also with Cam's health, he can't go on for much longer. So it's best, it's in best interest of both parties to split wave because they can get a young quarterback that could, you know, mold and groom, and then Cam can go to a better team that needs him now. Because honestly, once I think Cam is 100% healthy, there's no one that could stop him. Um, honestly, the best case scenario is the Carolina Panthers, but we both know that's not going to happen because I don't believe Kyle Allen is the answer. But um, I would love to see him. There, there's a few places, but Chicago, of course. Yeah. Denver, Denver could use him, but you know how John Elway is. I don't think he would want Cam Newton as the face of the franchise. We don't have to dive deeper into that at all. He's too good of a quarterback for John Elway. Yeah, that, yeah, it's not the typical quarterback that he would go after. And I just don't think he would be a fan of Cam. But also the Los Angeles Chargers, because they're not going to re-sign Phillip Rivers. And That's they have a, team a great look defense. At. And he, Cam Newton in Los Angeles. And could you imagine the fans that he would bring to the game? They can't even fit. Look, the the game that they played against the Packers, that stadium holds 40,000 people, right? It was 75% Packers fans. It's so embarrassing that the Twitter, that the Chargers Twitter had to do the, um, what movie is that? The uh, Wolf of Wall Street, I ain't effing leaving, I ain't leaving, because the rumors were they were going to go to London and be the London team. Like, yeah. they, they have no fans. So I, I definitely like that Chargers <laughs> thing for me. I think the they Titans, do have fans. They just left them like some idiots. Yeah, I think the Titans is a possibility. I agree with the Bears as a possibility and Miami. I like the Chargers. No, stop. See, with Miami, I just don't I just don't know. I feel like they'd sign Teddy Bridgewater before they'd sign Cam. And it's called Tank oh, for two. They're going for oh my two. Gosh, yeah, okay. Well, they'll, they'll just keep losing, so it's fine. <laughs> Schubert, what you, what's your opinion on Cam and being done with the Panthers? Uh, well, I mean, I don't think the, the Panthers necessarily think that Kyle Allen is their answer for the future, but I think that at this point it's probably best for them to move off of Cam Newton and go their own way. And with the division that they're in now, it's a pretty good time. You know, Tampa Bay is kind of figuring out what they are doing, especially with Jameis. The Falcons are straight trash for some reason. I don't know why they got talent, and um, and then the Saints are in a 
they're strong right now, but eventually they're going to have to move off Drew Brees. So the the division has, is about to be for the taking soon. So now it's time for the Panthers to kind of figure out what they want to do. Maybe they would go for someone else in free agency. Maybe they have draft someone that they feel confident in. We're seeing that a lot in these quarterback heavy-centric drafts, like Lamar Jackson's a good example. They might draft someone at 20 that could be better than the someone that they that gets drafted in the top three. Maybe they're the ones that get Joe Burrow. You know, you never know. So that you know, Par- Carolina does their own thing. Cam goes and does his own thing, and it's really exciting for him. And I think uh, another name that we didn't say, which is not very interesting, but it's a place with an opening, is Cincinnati. Yeah. Which, which which would really make things interesting in the AFC North if he went to Cincinnati and make him Lamar, Big Ben and Baker, that'd be exciting. That'd be an exciting um, division. No, I feel you on that. So my thing, uh, there's yeah. Oh, go ahead. So go ahead. No, I was going to say my thing with uh, Kyle Allen. I wish him the best because I I remember seeing his road to the draft or his path to the draft, and he had no calls. People were not interested in him. So if if People are saying you're not the guy. Julian Schubert don't believe in you. A lot of others don't believe in you. If this is your chance, bro, make, take the best of your opportunity because they been they literally benched their starter for you. So you not too, not too many quarterbacks get this shot. Ch- well, this at shot. the at the end, end of the day, you take this like Gardner Minshew's taking his time in the spotlight in Jacksonville. Gardner Minshew before he had, was four and four in Jacksonville was a nobody probably would have been Big a Luke facts. Falk, you know? So at this point, you know, Kyle, Kyle Allen, you've had your time in the spotlight. You've done well. You've showed people that you can be a NFL quarterback and someone that can contribute to a, a locker room, you know, in the depth chart. So, I mean, I think that Kyle Allen just cemented himself a career for at least six years. Yeah, so at least it's a backup. Yeah, at least as a backup, you know. So, you know, take your time with the Panthers now, make the most of it, and at least you've showed that you can compete. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. Julian, let's get to the next topic with you because I saw you tweeting about the Odell stuff. I remember hearing, I was watching ESPN, seeing people talk about Odell, blaming him and Jarvis's cleats for the loss as a distraction to Freddie Kitchens and Baker. Look, man, two and six, I was all, I was wrong about the Browns, but I'm not going to sit here and say that that was Odell's, Beckham's, Jr. fault and Jarvis Landry when Baker didn't want to throw it to him on fourth down. That's not, I mean, that you... Enough is enough. You can't blame the wide receivers for everything. They they haven't been being divas. Odell's not doing anything on the sidelines. And you're going to tell me their cleats are the problem? I just want to get your take on it. Look, this is what people don't understand because they're not from this area. Jarvis is from, uh, where is he from? He's from like around, like, he's from like Lutcher. Mon- yeah, Lutcher. He's from Lutcher. Yeah. Odell was born and raised in New Orleans. Okay, the, Lutcher is right next to New Orleans. These are some dudes from New Orleans. What I'm basically trying to say is, no matter where they're at, they're going to stunt regardless. So those cleats, they're just a product of where they're from. New Orleans people stunt. That, that, that's all. They can't help it. That's just who they are, okay? But other than that, the cleats are not a distraction at all. You can't stop them from... I mean, look, you can try... They, they know what they're doing, and they don't give a damn. And if you think some... Saying like, oh... Look how much effort he's put into his cleats. That doesn't take any effort. Yeah, hey, people send you know them what I'm to saying? Him for free. Like that's not <laughs> like Odell's running beautiful routes. They're doubling him. Jarvis is running nice routes. You know, I don't know what the problem is. 
the problem in Cleveland is every everything, just everything. It starts with the general manager, his fault for hiring Katie, Freddie Kitchens. I think Freddie Kitchens could be a good coach one day. He just wasn't ready for it. He's in over his head, and you don't turn down a job like that because you just don't, you know. And then Baker Mayfield's in a sophomore slump, like I predicted. But I mean that that organization is just a mess. Look, they just need to take that organization and move it somewhere else. Okay, I don't <laughs> I just know. Jumped on the shoes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that place is cursed. Have they gotten a priest to go in there and you know? Bless it. I have no idea, but something's not right. There's, I, like, I, I don't know if you can fix it. Do yeah, I there's no, it? there's no reason why that team should be losing like they are. And I remember us talking before the season. We were thinking like around this time. All right, they're about to get Kareem Hunt back. Let's see. What, and no mention of Kareem Hunt nowhere near. Like, I don't even know if he's still playing for that team. Who knows? You know, you know. He's gonna be. The, he's gonna be. The, he's. He just. He just got back today. He's gonna yeah. be in the lineup. Honestly, they should trade Odell, and not because it's an indictment on Odell. They should trade Odell, get another solid lineman, and maybe a draft pick or something like that, and run the hell out of the ball. Because there's a statistic that shows when Baker throws less than 30 times a game, they uh, they win. But whenever he throws more than 30 times a game, they lose. There's I don't understand. There's nothing wrong with being a, a run-heavy team, especially whenever uh, you have a young quarterback. Russell Wilson, whenever he was young, they ran a lot. They still run a lot. Drew Brees in San Diego ran a lot. They still run a lot. New Lamar. Tom Brady. Lamar. Look, that's what I'm trying to say. Young quarterbacks need time to develop. You can't throw a quarterback in there and expect him to throw 35, 40 times a game like he's Pat Mahomes. He don't count. Shit. Carson you know Wentz what I mean? Is lo- Carson Wentz is experiencing that problem. When he throws the ball much, two, more not, times exactly. than the special, usual, he loses. He you wins better when he has game. a run game. Yeah, Take advantage of your run game. But, but they have these two weapons at wide receivers and things like that. Look, established, they, they, haven't, they don't have an identity. They literally they would have established a good run game uh, maybe – a few games ago, like by the second or third game, become an identity as a run team. They could start doing the play action fake and start passing. You realize they could be you see how the Dallas Cowboys is on offense? They could be a way better version of Dallas Cowboys with those weapons that they have on offense. You know, with the play because Dak Prescott and Dallas Cowboys gets people on the play action all the time. That's how Amari Cooper gets so wide open besides his beautiful route running. Could you imagine what the Cleveland Browns could do if they had this, a great established run game to where they could get people in the fake with the play action? But no, we won't see that because they don't want to run the fucking ball. Yeah, no, it's just a shame what's going on in Cleveland, man. Schubert, there's no point to even bring it to you because I know how you feel about this. You, you gave your thoughts last week, but I just wanted to talk about the Yo, Odell thing. I, I, you know, I don't want to talk about a team that I didn't say was ever going to make the playoffs in the first place, man. I feel you. I feel you. I'm going to let you slide on that one, brother, because you were right. Look, got to give props what props are due. Let's jump to the Ravens-Patriots game, the big game of the week. Man, and my biggest takeaway from this is not so much because the Ravens look good. Lamar looked great. Mark Ingram looks like the best free agent pickup by a team. They they did they did their thing. But what really made me think is Tom Brady looked old. Like he really uh, uh, looked uh, old. No. Yes, no. he did, man. No. The no. defense is with him. He still played really good. Look, Tom Brady was looked, no, looked he like he was 40-something years old, man. No, Tom, he didn't. Tom wasn't getting it done out there. Oh, my gosh. What's your take on it, Julian? Let's let's hear what your side says. He's down. How many offensive linemen? He's playing with a bunch of backup. I mean, last week before the Ravens game, he was 
throwing to Gunnar Ocheski or whatever his last name is. The dude was working at a bar the other week. I mean, do, do you see the talent that he has around him? He doesn't have a tight end whatsoever. Julian hey, oh. Edelman, who is like 5'10", little slot receivers, his best receiver. Muhammad Sanu came there a week ago. I mean, do you see, when people say, you know, oh, Tom Brady is, oh, blah, blah, he's getting old. Do you see the talent that's around him? Could you imagine if you put Tom Brady on the Clinton? No, never mind. Could you imagine if you put Odell and Jarvis on the Patriots, okay, what he would be doing? Like, do you well, see it, what, what, other quarterback, what other quarterback in the NFL has worked with less than Tom Brady and has made it work? Uh, but, yes, I, I understand I what people I say. I think Drew Brees had, had some had with some less, years. With when he, when he was with Colston in those years, Colston wasn't no star. Colston was Colson just a, was a dog. I love Marcus Colston, and I hate the Saints, and I like <laughs> Marcus Colston. But don't get me started on that. Don't be like my friend who told me, you know what? I'll be fair. I think Drew Brees is more accurate than Tom Brady. I almost hung up the phone on him. But anyways, <laughs> look, look at people who Tom Brady's playing with. That team is all defense and Tom Brady. He makes every – he's like LeBron. He makes everybody better on the offense. Oh my gosh! Look where I'm he's telling going. you, but but just think about it. Whenever you you see Tom Brady, look who he's playing with. They need some more talent. He doesn't have a top receiver. He doesn't have a top tight end. I think Sonny Michelle is pretty good, and his line is mediocre. That's all I gotta say. Word, word. I, I'll, I'll I'll concede the talent argument, but I, I gotta say Brady just wasn't crisp on throws. Wasn't going too far down the field yet. Julian made a fumble, crucial fumble when it was uh, not necessary when they were trying to come back, but. This is just I, I, I feel like you're, I, I feel like you're overanalyzing it. You think I'm you think I'm just being too harsh? Because I watched that game in total in total. I don't know, man. It's what this is a week nine, week ten game, whatever. Like, and they uh, came off nine. a bye. Yeah, and yeah, the Ravens came off a bye. Like the Ravens are pretty solid. I think if anything, this is, shows that the Ravens are the real deal. Top, well, I, I would not say the real deal, but I would say a top contender in the AFC. They, I think when they the Ravens, showed they showed that they're not a pushover. And I think oh, the I Patriots that. needed to get needed to get a loss at some point. They can't win all the games. You know, I, they, they, they they tried to do that one time and then they lost to a shitty ass team. One of the, one of the shitty teams to win the Super Bowl that we were mentioning without I guess Plaxico is a star versus receiver though. I'll say but, this. I think that the Ravens need to get Marquise Brown healthy because if Bill plays them again in the playoffs, he's going to be ready for that three tight end. Let's dr- dump it down. He, he was he was getting accustomed to it later on in the second half when the Patriots started to make their run. They need Marquise Brown to help uh, stretch the field. They need to use Willie Sneed more often. Lamar just has to progress a little more into this into this this version of himself because if he can get those wide receivers involved along with the tight ends, this team will be really good. Like the Ravens they- have a lot of potential. The thing with the Patriots is, is yes, this game didn't look that great. There's a lot of issues we can all argue on either side of why we think that the Patriots didn't win the game. But what's going to be really telling is at least the next four weeks, the Eagles, Cowboys, Texans, Chiefs, you know, how they make it through that stretch is going to be important. I think that, you know, it would be reasonable to think that they lose two of those. Yeah. Um, So... That's what I'm looking to at that point. Once it gets to December 15th, when they're playing the Bengals, that's probably when I would assess where the Patriots stand. Okay, okay, I I, I can see that. We'll we'll, have, we'll bring this conversation back at that time. Also, um, 
Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes is back in practice, practicing fully. So my, our guy might be healthy. He might be back on. He's the playing. Field. Oh, he's playing exactly. So yeah. he's playing this week. Fantasy so Patrick, football is telling me he's playing. So Patrick Mahomes. If Schubert's wrong about that, y'all, you guys hit up Schubert. All right, but that's all the games we really want to cover this week. The Cowboys played a shitty Giants team. They won. I saw Julian was all on deck looking at that game. <laughs> Schubert was watching it. Not a good game. No need to talk about Vikings Chiefs because Matt Moore played. But I, the, the, I saw people bringing up this bullshit na- narrative of is it just Andy Reid's system? System, and these quarterbacks work in it. You see that system's a totally different team when Patrick Mahomes played compared to Matt Moore. I don't even want to bring up that that conversation. But let's jump to the games we're looking forward to this week. I'll start with Julian. Julian, what game are you looking forward to this week? Cowboys-Vikings. These are two teams with the most talented rosters in the NFL. When I say talented rosters, I mean all-around talented from from the offensive and defensive line to the defensive backs to the skill positions on offense. Uh, The only difference in both of these teams, honestly, is the quarterback. One shrivels up in in prime time, Kirk Cousins, and the other one, Dak Prescott, my quarterback, plays it up to the occasion. So he balls out on prime time. So it's at Jerry World. It's going to be on TV. Kirk Cousins knows it's going to be on TV. And Kirk Cousins is like 6-13 and 13 in prime time games. So I have all faith that uh, the Dallas Cowboys will get it done. I just hope they can come out to a faster start because one of their problems is they come out to a slow start. I blame the coach now. Yeah, I can never pick old Kirk Kirk Cousins in, in in these types of situations. I'll go with the Cowboys as well. Schubert, who you got in that game? Um, you know, I think that Dallas is getting it together right now. And Minnesota, man, six and three. I don't know. I, I I think I'm gonna you know die on my hill that I picked Minnesota early on to be you know, the winner of the NFC North. So I, I'm gonna go with Minnesota. You know, I still think Dallas is going to go very far. So, I mean, I just don't know, like, what those games are they're going to win down the down the stretch. Because at, at the end of the day, I don't think that they're going to be, you know, a 12-4 and four team. So, they're going right. to lose some games. I feel you on that. All right, what's your game of the week that people should be looking forward to? Oh, man, Monday Night Football, man. Yeah. Seattle Seahawks versus the San Francisco 49ers. Are the 49ers real? I mean, I think at this point we have established that they're real, as in they're going to be a playoff team. But the, when do we – how do they lose? Who, who, who beats them? How do they beat them? What are the, how do they respond the next week after, after a loss? When does that first loss come? You know, there's a lot of variables to seeing how San Francisco finishes their season out. This could be a, a really defining game for them. Just like that game last week for the Patriots against the Ravens was a really defining game for the Patriots. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Who you got winning the game? Oh, I got um, Seattle. Ooh, okay. I'll go with the 49ers. Julian, who you got winning the game? I got Seattle on account right. of the 49ers had trouble with Kyler Murray. Could you imagine the trouble they're going to have with Russell Wilson? Who's putting up MVP-like numbers, I exactly. must add. So. All right, good, good game, Schubert. Um, I, I was going to pick that game if you didn't pick that one. I guess I'll go with the Sunday night 12 o'clock showdown. The rivals are in town. The, 
Saints are back off a of bye week versus the Dirty Birds. Everybody, Julian said this is a trap game. Everybody's saying the Saints might lose this one. Saints, let's go out and get a dubs, dub sack. Drew, you're fully healthy. I expect to see a, a Drew Brees out here. Kamara's back. Let's go. I'm, I'm ready to see the Saints look like we are supposed to coming off a of bye, showing how we are fully healthy once again. Let's show them how we're the best team in the league. Let's put it on the Dirty Birds. I got the Saints winning this game. Schubert, who you got winning Falcons-Saints? I think Sean Payton is one of these elite coaches that we know. Second best in the league, baby. You know, when he comes, when he has the time to repair and can come off a bye like he is, he's going to make the most of it. So I don't think that they're going to lose this game. Um, But I don't know about when they go to Atlanta later on. I do think that there might be a, a time where they could lose to Atlanta, but I don't think this is it. And with Drew coming back for his second now Dome game, but the f- first statement game for the second half of the season, I think he wants to make a statement. So I think it's going to be a big Saints. win for the Saints, yeah. Julian, who you got? I got the Saints on account of they should have no reason to lose. Atlanta's like 1-7. and seven. They're atrocious. Yeah. They're trash. I mean, I don't see, I don't see how the Saints could lose. But if there's a team that could lose a game like that, you know who it is already. So, <laughs> but I don't see why that. Why? I mean, that's not even hating. That's just the Saints. But I don't see why they should lose. No, I'm with you on that. And that that's pretty much all the time we got this week. But we'll, we'll we'll be talking basketball soon, soon, soon. But we're trying to let it build up some more. We'll probably be talking basketball weekly. At a little bit between now and Thanksgiving, we'll get on. I know Julian's can't wait to talk about the the Lakers. They're on like no, a I want to talk six about game LeBron, not the six, <laughs> six game win streak or some shit like that. I don't know what they're doing over there in Los Angeles. Kawhi's not playing. Steph's hurt out for damn near three months. The NBA has a lot of narratives going around, and we will get to those soon enough, ladies and gents. We're just trying to let the season build up because it's still very early. NBA season doesn't really start until Christmas Day, but we will definitely start talking NBA bef- before Christmas. Julian, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. Follow me on social media, on Twitter at JujuNav, J-U-J-U-N-A-V. Stay tuned. I'll have some more articles popping up for you to argue about. Let me know what you think of them. 100, 100%. And be sure to check out Julian's last article at brosyouthink.com. Schubert, tell the people where they can find you at on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at hshuber14, and you can listen to the Bros Who Binge podcast every week. Uh, we're talking about Watchmen right now, which is a really solid HBO show. If you're not watching it, you should be. And we, we talked about The King this past week, the Netflix movie. We're always talking about uh, Titans on the DC streaming service. And got a big uh, pitching match coming up. We, yes, and we do. We do have a big pitching match coming up. I think we've said it like every week now, but it's finally coming. Yeah, it's finally here. Fin- <laughs> finally upon us, ladies and gents. Well, thank you, Schubert. Uh, you guys can follow me at LynnBWC on Twitter. Follow the bros you think at bros you think on Twitter. I'm sorry that I got the hiccups at the end of this show. It's really been bugging the shit out of me. But be sure to check out all the amazing content. Like I said, if you want to get ready for that LSU-Bama game, there's no better podcast than the Primetime Podcast. They have a breakdown from the L- LSU perspective from Josh and Charles. They have a breakdown from the Bama perspective. Charles got a beat writer from Alabama or one of the radios uh, in Alabama to come on. I I can't remember right now. As well as uh, the Bear. If you guys watch College Game Day, you know the data guy is named the Bear. The Bear joined us from ESPN. He gave his take, the national perspective. A really, really dope podcast. I'm really proud of Primetime for 
for this one. This one's really dope. Be sure to check this out. Can't you can't find better LSU coverage than what the, those guys are bringing. Be sure to check out the latest episode of Anime Talk, the latest episode of Bros Who Binge, and be on the lookout for both of those coming with new episodes next week. But for Julian, for Doom, for Schubert, my name is Lennon. You guys have a great, great week. We will be back next Thursday talking to you as always. But until then, have a good one. Be safe and peace. Sweetie, see you popping, see your icy attitude of chili. Got to work and make a nigga get a little wishy. Pretty brown skin like you know I'm No, you get around whenever you ain't with me. Icy shawty, say it's that you say that's what it might be. Probably summer's leaving. Don't get a look of see on me. Don't do it to me. Cause when you need somebody, I'll be right there when you call me. And drunk as always, drunk as always. But I'm coming as always. The important thing is, do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Do you feel me? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Yeah. Do you feel me? I don't need nothing that's a maybe. I've been tripping on 80s. You've been here on phases. This one's when you're ready. At least I hoped for a minute.